0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Grapple Daily Show. Um, if you can, please do check out our shop, grappledailyshop.com. Uh, there you'll be able to find like merchandise like t-shirts and our socks, You know the footlock socks, um, different kinds of socks that have like a jiu-jitsu feel to them. Um, yeah, um, you don't have to if you don't want to, but if you do feel like it's worth your money or you just want to support what we do um please feel free to check out that site um but again like i said you don't have to if you don't want to it's up to you again grappledillyshop.com um let's see here this episode is pretty much audio extracted from our instagram <clears throat> wow uh that's there's a virus going around because it's spring, so all the snow's melting. And then when the snow melts, it gets really mucky over here in Winnipeg. It's literally like mud everywhere. So when that happens, like a lot of viruses and bacteria come out and a lot of people get sick. So my throat's been pretty uh, messed up lately. But anyway, as I was saying, yeah, we did Instagram live with Rob from McDojo Life. Uh, we also did one with Dennis Kang. So I think what we're going to do from now on is we're going to take our guests. We're going to talk to them on Instagram live. If Instagram's not your thing or whatever, or y- y- you like what we do with audio, um, we extract the audio and we pretty much put it here on our podcast. So you're not really missing anything. But if you can, um, when we do have an Instagram live with our guests, feel free to check it out. Watch the video. We'll cut it also into clips for IGTV, so you can check that out as well. But, um, yeah, this hangout was fun. It was nice to catch up with uh, Rob. Haven't talked to him since last year. And uh, he tells us, like, the different kinds of, like, fake martial arts people. You know what he's into, right? He's he's a, he's a suffocator. He, does, he wants to suffocate, you know, those fake martial arts guys with their, you know, garbage tactics and... Um, cheating people like he really wants to expose that type of stuff so he tells us about different types of people that he's encountered uh there's a lot and different plans he has for mcdojo life so it was a cool hangout it, we pretty much treat it like as if we're just hanging out like no, nothing crazy nothing formal so um i hope you guys like it feel free to listen i hope uh we hope you guys take something out of it every podcast um because um yeah um that's what gives us joy (laughs) so enjoy the episode our instagram live hangout with rob from mcdojo life thank you and hope you guys uh like it
1: welcome to the grapple daily show
0: doing this right hmm. yo what's up man
1: <laughs> what's going on man
0: not much i'm oh, glad we can do this
1: yeah dude i shit it's what i do for a living now so might as well.
0: <laughs> you do this a lot like uh, hi, like how's it going for you with like instagram lives this like your normal thing pretty much because you're always live all the time
1: yeah it's just i like i try to go live like every monday so that's okay. like, my standard right now Um, And I think as I continue to grow, I'll probably do it more often just because I'm Mm -hmm. more comfortable now. I kind of, like, enjoy it. Like, I really like getting up in the morning time. And, like, that's the first thing I do. And it's fucking fun, dude. I have a blast. Like, I get up. I, like, talk. I let anybody come in on my live who wants to. And Mm -hmm. so I never know what I'm going to get. So it kind of keeps me on my toes. I I don't know. It's fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, you got, like, your, your guys coming in. It's not, like, a scheduled guest
1: or anything like that. No, so, I do that on Fridays. Like, I do my, um, my interviews on Fridays. I try anyway. So, like, mm. uh, I've had some pretty good interviews, too. I'm pretty surprised. I'm like, why do people want to talk to me? I don't know. But <laughs> we'll keep doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that the same thing you do on YouTube, or is that just, like, a different setup?
1: No, it's the same thing. So, what I do is I – right now, I'm using Facebook Live, like, a uh, application. But it's okay. like a lot of people mm-hmm. are phasing out and not doing it anymore. So, I'm going to try to figure out how to do YouTube Live. And then make mm. that my platform. Uh, and then maybe Twitch. I haven't decided yet. So one or the other. I like okay. Twitch because you get paid. Like, money's cool. I
0: yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you did you get Jocko on your show yet? Like, I saw him, like, shout you out on one of his lives before.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he agreed to come on my show. He's just busy. Like, he, he was doing a mm. before. So I'm going yeah. to him up again. Like, I got my schedule all the way through, what are we in, March? So I got my schedule all the way through April with guests.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I got Brandon Vera, who's going to be on the show. Uh, Mike the Cop, who's pretty popular in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I have coming on the show? Uh, uh, the dude who does the Robin Black, I think, is it? The guy who does the one-minute breakdowns?
0: Uh, yeah, Robin Black. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So I'll have him on the show. And then I have one or two that I'm really looking forward to. Although I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to those guys, too. But I have one. His name is Master Bateman. Yes, that's his real name is Master Bateman. And he is the guy yeah. who did those Salsa Day Corpse videos. I don't know if you remember those or not.
0: No, I can't remember. I I, I don't recall. So he's yeah. he's crazy, he's out
1: of his way. Yeah. But he did the mm-hmm. video where it's like the three it's a family of three, a big fat guy and two like teenage girls. And he's like Salsa Day Corpse coming out and they start shooting airsoft rifles and doing like tactical training and stuff. Oh, okay. And it's really bad. But mm-hmm. that is <laughs> He agreed to come on my show and debate me about his legitimacy. Really? So, yeah, so I'm I'm going to have a, a firearms instructor on the other end, and I'm going to let those two debate it out. So,
0: oh, wow. Okay, so okay. you're like the ref pretty <laughs> much. Yeah,
1: I'll just be like, yo, y'all can talk it out, man. I think you're full of shit. Here's a firearms instructor. You believe that you're good at this stuff. Ready, debate. <laughs> and Wait, they-
0: you know, yeah, that's the one where you posted the video, and then they're kind of, like, shooting at, like, they're doing like random like keanu reeves stuff like is that the one
1: like shooting into a doorway man oh yeah 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 that's okay i remember it
0: now okay
1: and then there's another lady and i give her credit this lady did a video a self-defense video for marie claire and it's a really famous self-defense video because it's all 100 garbage she's standing in front of a giant window it looks like outside in new york and uh on a high-rise building And she's doing self-defense with this dude, right? And he outweighs her probably by a good solid 100 pounds. And she's doing all this weird self-defense stuff, and none of it works. None of it's reasonable. So I posted that up, I don't know, like a year ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. When I posted it up, I don't usually tag people because if I tag them, they usually hit me with copyright infringement and get it taken down. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, here, here's the video, take a look at it, and people do their own research. Well, somebody tagged that lady in that video. And she was like hey she's a great coach you should leave her alone I'm like one you're an idiot because now these 200,000 people are gonna come after her because you gave the link like yeah. go attack her like I didn't do that you're a dick for doing that and then two I was like what's gonna happen now is is like people are gonna attack her so now I have to talk to her and let her know like look I didn't tag you this guy did so I opened a dialogue with her and as we start talking she not only admits that she knew nothing, she knew absolutely nothing about self-defense when she got hired, which is jacked up to begin with. But then she also admits that she would like to come on and apologize for her behavior. Apologize. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. Admit yeah. fault. And now she's taking, a, I think, Krav Maga classes now. So she's trying to actually get an education in the arts.
0: Okay. So, so did someone? someone, I think we talked about this before, did someone pay her to just be a spokesperson and just do it sort of?
1: Pretty much, is what I gather. It sounds like somebody just like paid her to be like, Yo, will you uh, do the self defense video because you're hot? <laughs> not what I gather. I'm like, to me, there are so many, like, that's fucked up, too. Because there are so yeah. many beautiful martial artists, like, really good martial arts, feminine women out there, right? Yeah. Why not use one of them? Hell, even martial artists who might not be as attractive, females anyway. Who are mm-hmm. damn good like for instance like me personally i'm not attracted to chris cyborg i don't find her attractive but she would beat my ass so i would have her in a video quick because i have respect for mm-hmm. as a martial arts you know mm-hmm. so i would think that you would hire someone like that not hire just this hot chick to be like yo she's hot let's get her on the video like don't they understand the repercussions of what happens there like hundreds of thousands if not millions of people have seen that video and they take that and they go, oh, my God, this is gold. Susie, bring the girls. We're going to practice this stuff. Like, they don't know she didn't know what she was doing, you know? So it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a shame. They could have got, like, anybody, like, that's, like, legitimate, like, you know, like, Angela Lee or, like, any of those, like, bantamweight female fighters, like.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of attractive. They were looking for attractive, right? That's mm-hmm. like, obviously, that's up to your interpretation. But they were looking for an attractive female model mm-hmm. type to do that. What about Mackenzie Dern? Yeah, You know, like, she'll beat your ass, and she's hot. Like, that's what they were going for. Now, do I think that that's the qualifications for a good self-defense video? No, but those people are good at marketing. They knew if they put someone attractive up there that it would probably get more views. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, misinformation spreads. It's jacked up.
0: Yeah, especially when the person that's doing it doesn't know what they're doing. Like, there's no authenticity. and It's just the spread of, like, false knowledge is just really really bad like (laughs) it's terrible it's It's like you think they don't do their research like wait a minute like there's gonna be someone that's gonna call this out like what why why you know uh one thing like uh, i don't know if you remember like there's this um guy you called out like he's like i don't know what kind of martial art that they were doing but they were both kneeling and he was, like, smacking, like, this oh. other dude in the oh, face. The
1: bodyguard. yeah.
0: There, Yo, I, I, I looked that up. The dude's, like, based in Montreal. Like, he's yeah, in the hard neck of the room. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> okay.
1: So, <laughs> and I'm going to do I'm starting to do these expose videos now. Like, I have my first one coming out. I was actually editing it before I got on here. So the first one's basically me talking about the five rules that I have for what makes a McDojo and trying to open a dialogue because it's not all about what I think. I'd like to hear other people's opinions. But um the next one I'm gonna do is why that guy is full of crap. So Mm -hmm. like there's so many things wrong with that dude. So for one, here we'll start off with the easy one, right? Obviously, his videos that he posts, he just Mm -hmm. kind of slaps around his students. Like Mm -hmm. there's no video of him sparring. There's no video of him doing anything other than demonstrating on his students, right? Most yeah. of the techniques are very questionable, but the ones I hate are the ones where he's just full bore slapping the guy he's working with. Like uh, there's a video that I found of him teaching a women's self-defense seminar, and there happened to be a dude there. I have to imagine that the dude showed up just to support probably one of his friends or whatever, but he shows up, and this the, the instructor is just slapping him as hard as he can in the chest. And you can tell the guy's like, ow, fucking stop. But he continues to do it because he's trying to be helpful in some way. But the guy's just being abused for no reason. Like, if if you want to demonstrate slapping something, hit a bag. Like, mm-hmm. why do you have to hit the person? Or the other thing that he did was there's a video of him kneeling. And they're slapping the crap out of each other in the head. Or not each other. Just the one guy. <laughs> and he's like, it's a drill for your timing and quickness. But he's like, he's timing the guy. So every time the guy puts his hands down, he slaps him. Like, he doesn't, like, yeah. put his hands up. It's like... You're just mm-hmm. giving this dude a concussion. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, uh, uh, so that's the obvious one. He just kind of abuses the students in some way. Um, number two is he claims that his grandfather founded Russian Sambo. If you go on his website, he claims that his grandfather founded Russian Sambo. Okay. If you look up anything about Russian Sambo, there's very clear lineage there, and you can look yeah. up who they consider founded it. Now, it usually boils back to two guys, right? Yeah. They think founded it, right? Co founded or whatever. But that guy's name isn't even close to being on there, right? So, and plus, it's Russian Sambo. You're from fucking Iran, dude. Yeah, and you from think that you founded Russian Sambo, like your family? And then Mm -hmm. another cute thing is I have conversations that people have sent me, which I can't wait to post, of their interactions with this guy where they called him because he leaves his phone number on everything. So they called them and like, hey, I'm looking to do jujitsu. In his bio, you can see in in his Instagram, there's a picture of him doing a split Mm -hmm. wearing a coral belt in jiu-jitsu. It says jujitsu on it, it's a coral belt, and he says he got it at 18 years old. A coral belt in jujitsu. 18 years old. Now, I'm no mathematician, but I have to imagine that if you have to be roughly around 65 years old to get that particular belt, somewhere in there, right? Then how did you get it at 18? Did you go back in time and teach yourself all the jujitsu ways? No, you're full of crap. So that's another one. And here's the worst one, right? My my, my the one that irritates me the most. He has pictures on his Instagram of him. Uh, He's always wearing military garb, right? It's always U.S. military garb. At that, it's our BDUs, our military boots, all that stuff, right? And then he has a picture of him putting a jacket together, right? And he's like, "Here's all my insignia," and it's like from it's a hodgepodge of like military U.S. insignia. He's never been in the U.S. military, of like ranks and medals he couldn't have possibly earned. And I had a special forces guy send me. A write-up of everything that was wrong with this dude's military jacket that he put together so now not only is he lying about his rank he's not only lying about his lineage he's also lying about being in the military which is even worse it's yes. like the dude is just a rabbit hole of hot garbage and then I just open up a conversation with the guy like hey I'd like to conversate with you I'd love to have you on an interview you blah 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 and they basically just cuss me out every time I try to start a dialogue it's not like yes here's the facts here's the truth you know because that's what most people would do hey you're wrong here's a link to where you can find out why you're wrong these are the truths right but no he just cusses me out all the time and so of course like after that they block me and then they send a couple of their students to try to like uh troll my page and i have Mm -hmm. to block them and it's a big block fest so it's weird
0: yeah i was reading like the convos you posted up like yeah like legitimate questions and then he's like and then he was like no blah 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 and then like are you a real are you a martial artist blah blah because i'm a real martial artist <laughs> I was like, oh man fake yeah, valor dude. too and
1: and they they accused me and that was a big thing they were like you don't know martial arts it was like yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of do, I mean, I've been doing this for like 20, 22 years in April, I've, I would have been doing this, and it's like, I don't think I'm the best, I don't think I'm mm-hmm. the greatest, I think I'm mediocre, like, I have a very mediocre fight record, like, I'm okay at this stuff, I'm not mm-hmm. great, but I love it, you know, and there are people who are way better than me and everything, but you know what, I can at least smell BS, you know, mm-hmm. that's a load of crap, I can point at that, I can do that, that's easy. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised, like, he's still in business. Like, Montreal's a hotbed for, like, legit martial arts, like, stuff. You know what I mean? Like, schools and everything. I'm surprised yeah. he's still in business. It's crazy.
1: Well, I think it's because people are, you know, like, when educated martial artists know what they're looking at. And uneducated people who look at this stuff take it as gold because he's very theatrical. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a very good presence. I think that he would probably make a great stunt performer uh, yeah. but in terms of, like, lineage, history... Technique shown knowledge of his art um it's really bad like uh, like i was saying earlier a guy called him asking for jiu-jitsu lessons because mm-hmm. he has a coral belt in jiu-jitsu he says right yeah and the guy called him, he's like we don't teach jujitsu. we only teach Rastami self-defense then which is his family name and yeah like, but you have jiu-jitsu so... on your website and you also are wearing a jiu-jitsu black belt or coral belt, belt. but you don't teach jujitsu. like that doesn't make a lot of sense and then mm-hmm. another thing that's very interesting is his grandfather. They say founded Russian Samba, but again, if you look on the website, nowhere to be yeah. found. Doesn't say they teach Samba. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think that you would just follow that down the road, like you know, like the Gracie family? Like we teach Jujitsu, not we teach Gracie home self defense. Like they teach Brazilian Jujitsu. You know, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, what caught my attention was like the abuse he was putting on his students, and I wanted to like ask you that question too like like let's say for someone that wanted to go to like a martial arts school like and they're checking everything out like how would they know that what's what's the line that's drawn between like okay this guy's probably abusive and he probably has issues to where the point where maybe i'm just being a wuss or maybe i'm just you know whatever like what's the line drawn for that
1: i think the line is personal you know everybody Mm -hmm. has their what they are and are not willing to tolerate, right? Like for instance, uh, one thing, I guess you're gonna lie. You lie all the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like we're not lying oh, here, what are you talking about? <laughs> about- <laughs> like, did I lie about that? Uh, but yeah, so like, um, but I think that it's all personal. I think that when you walk into a studio, the best thing you can do is one, take your trial class. Whether it's a paid trial, a free trial, I don't really care. I think that it's okay to do paid trials. Uh, but if you go in for your trial, look around the room at how everybody else is treated, not how they treat you. They're going to treat you the best they can on your first day. I mean, they're trying to sign you up for the program. Even good martial arts studios are going to do that. The best time you will ever have at a martial arts studio is your first day, or it should be, because they're going to treat you ultra nice. They're going to try to get you signed up. They're going to kiss your ass a little bit. But the best thing you can do is observe how they treat you, but also observe how everyone else is being treated in the room. You know, like some people consider abuse not putting on AC. Like, how come there's no AC in this room? I'm too hot. You know, like some people, that's their form of abuse. They feel they're being abused that way.
2: Yeah. And you're
1: going to have your own lines that you draw in the sand. So the best thing you could do is just try as many free trials as you can or trials, paid trials. And look and observe how you feel, what the community is like, and how they're treating all the other students other than you. Because those students, they don't have to sell. They're already a part of the program. So are they having fun? Are they being treated with respect? Is Are people just grumpy as shit? Why? You know, mm-hmm. um, I think those are all big signs of how or if you should join that studio.
0: <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people do have like trouble pointing out like what's like, you know, abusive, what's not like, how do I know this is hazing? Or how do I know if you're just testing my will? Like a lot of people like, like have that issue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like.
1: You know. a- A big one in the the martial arts community is uh, I've seen different studios do different things. Um, What's hazing and what's not is kind of interpretive. So Mm -hmm. I, um, for instance, the karate school that I started when I was a kid, the thing for that was, uh, the abusing and hazing for that was, is on your birthday, the instructor got to kick you in the leg. Right? You got a free leg kick. Right, and that yeah. was like it was it was a playful joking thing, but some people might not be into that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Or a big thing for jiu-jitsu academies is when you get like a belt promotion, you have yeah. to walk the line and they hit you with their belts, right? Mm-hmm. And,
0: yeah, and the gauntlet. Play, mm-hmm. Like
1: I'm not gonna do that shit because I'm not an idiot. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my promotion. I'm gonna shake your hand and say thank you, but I'm not walking that crap. You know why? Because I'm not an idiot. I'm not gonna let you, just let you hit me. You have to earn mm-hmm. that. You want to hit me? Let's slap hands, bump knuckles, and we'll get to it. But you're not yeah. just gonna hit me for free. No free licks on me. But some mm-hmm. people like that because it's how they grew up and that's a tradition for them. Yes. Um, another one I've seen is like when you get um, your promotion, uh, some judo schools, some even jujitsu schools do it, you get promoted and the instructor gets to throw you real hard one time. You yeah. Like if you've seen a video of that where the mm-hmm. instructor like ragdolls this dude and seriously, you can tell that person's really hurt, but tries to suck up their pride and get up mm-hmm. and like is laying there for a moment. You're like, Hey, thank oh. you him. <laughs> <laughs> know like I think that's all up to you as a person like what you are and are not willing to tolerate and Mm -hmm. uh, I think that also boils down to um, what you're willing to respect like to me respect is earned I no care in the world what your belt rank is I do not care I don't if you have knowledge and you can give it to me I respect that if you're Mm -hmm. a good human being I respect that if you're willing to help me I respect that no matter what your belt rank is but a lot of people go the other way and go, you know what? You're a black belt. I respect you. Mm-hmm. Like what? No, you don't get to get respect just because you have a stripe on your belt. Like that's ridiculous. You earn it every day, every interaction, every conversation, you earn that respect. And if I meet you today, um, uh, your live stream this sucks. Stream sucks. <laughs>
0: I'm sick I of suck that
1: suck. Is it me or you that suck? I think I suck.
0: I don't know what I don't know what this guy's problem is. Never seen in my life. Whatever. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway. Feel free not to watch them then.
0: My yeah. Why are you watching? Like, get out. <laughs> like, why are you here? Oh my God! Suck, so
1: I must come on and click and waste my time and yours. <laughs> you anyway, so bad, I must watch this right now. <laughs>
2: oh now man. You just
1: suck and waste my time. Like, I'm like I'm- why are
0: you uh, why are you even watching bro? Like dude, just leave and like <laughs> like, like <please> go away. <laughs>
2: like... don't hit the dude. Yeah, why?
1: You... <laughs> you had to physically come on. See the notification and go. And then watch it anyway. You know what I'm gonna do? Randomly one day, right? Because I know he's hoping I'm gonna turn into a chick magically and have boobs. Yeah. Right? It's not gonna happen. Maybe one day I let a really hot martial arts chick just take over my Instagram and mm. watch him drool over that shit as I click him out and be like, "I'm sorry, denied." <laughs> lost five viewers after that joke. You're welcome. <laughs> Dang, I think you did the business reviews, homie. I think I'll just stick with the three hundred thousand people that follow me. Like, <laughs> fight me.
0: Are these people that are like, fought? I don't know if it's like for you or for me or whatever it is. Or do you have these people just follow you everywhere just to give you, like,
1: oh, yeah, you dude. know, just uh, give you a yeah, I have a, I'm gonna make some, uh, I have a band right now that I'm trying to get. <laughs> Uh, I think a bit of humor everywhere is appropriate. I think a band. Yeah. I are no. I'm getting a band together and mm-hmm. I'm having them sing all the hate tweets and mail that I get. It's so good. Oh really? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm having them put together a song for me. I can't wait to release it.
0: <laughs> oh dude, that could be like your intro for like the stuff you do on YouTube. Like, you make like a small snippet of it. It'll be like the intro. <laughs> we
1: hate you, you suck. I'm gonna shoot you when I see you. Something catchy. <laughs>
0: Anyway, where were we on again before we were so rudely interrupted with that comment um, <laughs> I <just> um forgot
1: <laughs> I don't remember oh I think we were talking about uh <laughs> I think we were talking about hazing,
0: yeah yeah, like hazing and stuff. I-, I think once like it starts getting like 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 sexual and stuff, I think that's when like it's like okay this is not cool yeah and, really and like you know what I mean
1: chi, um tai chi people do that a lot where they'll come up and like almost like um Almost like adjust your hips and stuff. There's some really creepy stuff where people are putting fingers and in places they shouldn't be putting
0: them. (laughs) Yeah, they're like copying a feel when they're trying to like fix your form or something
1: like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Really odd, like really odd Mm -hmm. sexual behavior, especially with females. I feel bad for female martial artists, man. They get Mm -hmm. they get the worst end of the stick.
0: Yeah, like uh, it's. It's pretty sucky, especially when it's, like, females trying to find, like, a good martial arts place. Like, they're worried, like, getting, like, attacked on the street and getting, like, you know, molested and all that stuff. Then they got to worry, like, if this is, like, their school is, like, legit or if the instructor's going to try to do something. Like, it's pretty horrible, man. Like, it's. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, you know, I've seen, I've heard a couple stories. Like, people send me stuff, like, female martial artists send me stuff all the time. And uh, one of the ones that I saw was apparently, like, this girl went in for her free trial. And when she went in for a free trial, um, the instructor was giving her the tour of the facility, which is pretty standard. You know, here's locker room system. Some... Mm-hmm. And during that tour, asked her if she was into chicks or dudes. Like, that was a conversation they were having during, the, the, like, the walkthrough. Right? And, yeah. proceeded <laughs> a, the trial, <laughs> mm-hmm. and proceeded to ask if she smoked weed. This is during the free trial. This is a business. And proceeded to ask if she smoked weed. She did um and then Mm -hmm. tried to buy edibles off of her her first day meeting this dude
0: (laughs) goodness gracious
1: yeah that's weird see that's not how you run a business now yeah unless you're selling weed (laughs) but yeah (laughs) the martial arts studio come on let's uh let's not let's not ask the weird creepy questions on day one let's save that for the second day at
2: least Mm. yeah I
0: think we're, like, at a time where you can, like, really review, like, the school. Like, usually a lot of those guys get, like, weeded out, like, super fast or whatever. But, like, even though, like, you get the odd guy that, like, slips through, like, that Montreal Persian self-defense guy. and yeah, it's creepy. It, 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 it's, it's really sucky. Especially if it's, like, kids, man. Like, you're taking your kid to, like, a place to train, and it's just, yeah. like, that's even worse, man. Like, it's, like, it's your kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like. You want to take them to a place where, because I'm a dad and like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take my kids to train too, but it's awful having to have that thought in the back of your mind. It's.
1: Well, you want to be led on in on a little secret. I got a little project. I've <laughs> and I think it's going to change the way people buy and the way that instructors teach martial arts. Like I really do. I think it's going to revolutionize the way people buy as a consumer martial arts classes.
0: Mm-hmm. Enlighten so, me. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I have a website that's coming out. I've been talking about it for a while because it's in been, been in development for a while. But basically, it's going to be a, like a Carfax for martial arts studios.
2: So ah.
1: As a mm. consumer, if you go to a martial arts studio and you know nothing about martial arts, the only thing that you know is what they tell you. Like, the only mm. thing most consumers know is they just go up and say, how much does it cost? And that's it. That's the conversation mm. they have. Yeah. But what, what would it be like if everything was 100% transparent. And that was the standard for martial arts studios. Like, are you locally and federally background checked? Are you CPR certified? Is there a defibrillator inside your studio? How big is the mat space? How big is your studio, but also how big is the training space? and your instructors, also, are they CPR certified? Are they federally and locally background checked? What are mm-hmm. all of the reviews combined? Where can I find every review about your studio online? Have you been written up in the newspaper, whether good or bad? Let me know every fact about your art. Plus, what art do you teach? What is the description of this art? How do I know what that means as a consumer? What's the difference between jiu jitsu and karate? You know, all of that information will be readily available. So as a consumer, all you have to do is go, I wanna learn a martial arts. I wanna learn a martial art. You look it up on the map and you find the martial arts studio that you're looking for. You click on that and it'll bring up every piece of information you need to know. Studios will be ranked into three different categories. One, the gold standard. You have everything passed, right? Uh, um, in, uh, your your local federal background checks, you have a defibrillator, you have um, an EpiPen on hand. You have your first aid kit. You have everything that you need, 100%, right? Gold standard.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, number two would be where most people fall into, which is like that silver standard, which is you met most things but not everything, right? Like maybe yeah. you failed to give me. Maybe you don't have a, a defibrillator inside your studio. Does that mean that you're not a great martial arts studio? No, but at least it's information that somebody who goes in with a condition can know, and that will help you decide. Also, do you have a clear lineage? Who did you learn from? Where did you get their black belts and where did those black belts go, right? Is there a clear lineage? If you can't provide all of that, right, maybe that doesn't mean that you're a bad instructor, but maybe that's a flag that people should be aware of. So basically, all of this information, and you know the beauty of it is that once it becomes standard, I don't have to research it. People who are good at what they do are willing to give that information out for free, Mm -hmm. They will give it to you because they want to be a part of something that's better. They want to show they are different than the other martial arts studios who are ripping you off. Also, Mm -hmm. how long does it take to get a black belt? Do you allow children to have black belts? All of that Mm -hmm. transparency is something that most people should be aware of before they sign up. Are there belt testing fees? Are there not, you know, are there extra fees that I need to be aware of? A hundred percent transparency should be the future of where this goes. And no longer should you have to look back and go, Oh, well, do you teach no touch knockout stuff? It'll just be there. Do you teach yeah. Kyoshu jitsu, which is George Dillman's no touch stuff? That information will be right there on the website. So you can make your own informed decision. If you want to learn no touch knockout stuff, by all means, there's the information. So mm-hmm. the idea is to provide the consumer and care about the consumer. Whereas no one else really seems to care about the consumer. All the stuff that's out there now is just for the instructor and for the studios. Like they're all about helping the instructor, but no one really seems to care about the student. So mm. let's care about the student, and that's the goal. So that's actually going to be coming out in a few weeks. The beta test.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. Is it going to be just on desktop, or it's going to be like an app type deal? It would be, be an nice as like well. An app. I have a developer, yeah.
1: so I have a developer. Mm-hmm. And she's she's helped me with all that. Right now, that's the biggest part of the website. Also, we're going to be providing live streams of every different martial art that you can think of. Because um, mm-hmm. all around the world, martial arts is going on all over the place, and a lot of people stream it. So we're yeah. going to give people a home to watch it. You want to watch Capoeira? Boom, you can watch it there. Whatever time mm-hmm. it is, if there's a live stream going on of it, you'll see it. You want to mm-hmm. watch MMA? It'll be right there. Um, mm-hmm. Can we get a link to help support? As of right now, there's no link up because it's in, a, it's in the, the beta test. So it's only going to 10 select studios. Um, I already have one studio. I'm still looking for nine more studios. So if there's anybody out there um your developer is your my developer is your wife dude. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: that so the guy? Awesome. <laughs> okay. He actually, okay. He's,
1: he's the host of uh of a show Master of Arms on Discovery Channel.
2: Oh really? And, uh, oh okay.
1: Yeah, he's a great dude, but his wife is uh, developing my website.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, shout so out to Zeke. Of- All right
1: yeah dude it's it, i think it's going to revolutionize things i think mm-hmm. it's going to change the way people look at martial arts and how they purchase it but i also think it's going to set the bar higher for martial arts studios to go you know what this guy hasn't been background checked but he's a, mm-hmm. a coach at my studio that's a yeah. problem because that's mm-hmm. how kids get molested that's mm-hmm. how people get hurt you know you should be aware of the kind of people that are in your studio
0: yeah especially you're spending how much time your kids or family spending like hours and hours with that dude you should know like who he is and what he's done you know where is he from like what if he has like you no know, the background check is like is, is huge that to me that that's huge mm-hmm. like and, it, and it's cool it's not just grappling schools or ma schools like even karate taekwondo you know all that stuff kung fu you know
1: and i hate to be a dick about it but really the the people were saying a lot of people were saying man that's a lot of research you have to do i don't have to do any research all mm-hmm. I have to do is be transparent. So basically when I start reaching out to martial arts studios, right, I, I reach out to them. I let them know, hey, this website is available here. It is X amount of dollars a year to be listed or whatever. And you have the opportunity to be listed or not. And all I have mm-hmm. to do is basically say, hey, you, were either, you either said yes and you want to be a part of it or you said no. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, that's completely fine. You don't want to give up that information. That's fine. You'll still be listed, right, and I won't charge you for that but I am going to let people know that you did refuse to give out that information, you know, yeah. like, just be transparent. Like you were cool. You said you didn't want to be a part of this. I'll fill this, your studio, but mm-hmm. the, the studios who not only agreed to transparency, but also the studios who are, um, who met all the criteria hundred percent and become gold standards. You don't see what most people do for their listings is you pay more to get listed first. I don't want to yeah. do Studios yes. pay me one fee. That's it for mm-hmm. the entire year. And mm-hmm. then we run all of those checks. We, they give us all the information we ask for. And then we post them up. And if let's say they didn't meet all the criteria. We let them know, hey, here's a couple things that are missing. You definitely need this if you want to be a gold standard studio. And then mm-hmm. for free, as soon as they fix those things, they become a priority, right? Mm-hmm. They get boosted to the top. Doesn't charge them anything extra because that's fucked up. I just want yeah. to show people the good studios
0: and the non-good studios you know if you think about it, you're doing them a favor because if they cross like if they cross like all those like, check all those boxes it's like pretty much like it's it's good marketing it's just good press for them you know what i mean like why wouldn't you exactly. want to like like check those boxes like come on others you got something to hide right yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: you know what i mean exactly. like you no. Know
1: what what harm does it do now I understand like I you know my listing is gonna be for the entire year as well so there's no monthly fee or whatever you just re up every year now if you don't re up after the year like every year you're gonna have to show me hey I got federal local background checks hey here's a picture of our studio here's a picture of this here's a picture of that showing me everything that everyone should see inside your studio it will be the most comprehensive way for people to purchase martial arts and they can do it right through the website you can just have a link right there. Boom. Click on it. You can purchase that martial art right there or purchase a trial or go to a free trial. So the mm-hmm. goal is to help studios and anybody who really doesn't want to show their background checks or doesn't want to show that they, uh, you know, that they are CPR certified. Mm-hmm. What, again, what are you hiding? What's the issue? Mm-hmm. You
0: know, <laughs> and what kind of background checks are we talking over talking Like criminal, pretty much that pretty much criminal background checks and like, Are we talking about anything else other than that? Or is it mostly?
1: It's a a long list. Like I've been making the list now. Uh, I just got a second revision of the list. I'm going back through. And every time I get the list, I try to add more and more and more to it. I want it to be a huge comprehensive list of what to expect in the studio. And it could be things from that are very simple. Like what's the address? What is the phone number? What is the website? What are your social media links? Whoever gets involved with it's going to have to take a pretty good couple hours to fill out this form. But whenever they have it all done and ready to go, it'll be a a stamp on their studio saying, look, I went above and beyond what most people do. And not only is my studio safe, but here's the lineage. Here's everything you need to know about my studio without someone having to guess, without someone having to go, you know what? I don't understand what your studio does you know Mm -hmm. that stuff is going to be handy i think and i think it's going to step the bar higher for people to go damn you know like Mm -hmm. i don't have a federal background check it's i don't have anything to hide i think i'll just go get one and then Mm -hmm. i can show people look i'm clean i'm free or like let's say for instance you do have something that pops up on your record maybe it's something small if you're willing to be transparent about that then i think people will respect that like hey look he got into a bar fight when he was 18 right who gives a shit? You're a fighter. If you got a yeah. fight, I expect mm-hmm. maybe that's I call that research, right? Mm-hmm. But if it pops up like hey, I molested a kid, I'm sorry, but people uh, need to know
2: this. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever heard of the guy David Arnbeck?
0: No, I haven't. What's his story?
1: So he runs Warriors Cove. Um free mm. to look this up, by the way. Uh, Warriors Holy Cove. Gosh, um, I shall. um, so Warriorscove.com. His name is David Arnbeck, A-R-N-E-B-E-C-K, and uh, Mm -hmm. he was convicted. Uh, He actually admitted guilt. He took a plea deal to molesting Mm -hmm. a 15-year-old girl in his house. So he had a sleepover, 15-year-old girl. He molested this girl. Now, he has a website. It's like davidarnbeck.com, and his version of the story is that he took a plea deal basically because there was a chance that if he lost in court that he would be in serious trouble and be put on a registry and have be taken away from his kids, blah, blah, blah. That's, Mm -hmm. of course, something that someone who is doing what he's doing would say, of course. Everybody in prison is innocent, right? But this dude, he took the plea deal. Basically, he says it wasn't admitting guilt. But I mean, when you take a plea deal, you admit like you're guilty. You can call it whatever you want, right? But Mm -hmm. basically, he did that so that way he wouldn't have to go to court. And he owns three studios. And he still was around children Like I'm sorry once you molest a 15 year old girl, I would think the jury's out and you shouldn't be around children Yeah, the system isn't always just and the systems kind of jacked up sometimes and he's allowed around kids matter of fact He's a Hickson black belt and I think Hickson removed him from his lineage, but yet still I think on his website I think he still had photos with Hickson.
0: Oh Yeah, see that's the thing man like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it, it, it's hard because there's no regulatory body that like deals with that you know what i mean like it gets yeah. really really dicey and expensive like you know how, like there's like a regulatory body for any kind of business like you know like like restaurants and like yeah. accountants and and hey, lawyers you know, and the, stuff one
1: thing i'm trying to i really want to prevent you know i think that I don't want to be a regulating body. I don't want to regulate Mm -hmm. shit. I want the community to regulate itself, which jujitsu does fairly well. I mean, usually it Mm -hmm. does fairly well. But, I mean, if you just type in martial arts molester or martial arts child abuse, I guarantee you this week something was popped up. Something in the news will pop up under that stuff, right? Um, And I'll I'll answer that question in a second. But um, Mm -hmm. something will pop up in terms of child molestation. And it's because there is no regulating body, nobody's setting standards. So here's how this is gonna go. One or two things is gonna happen. This shit's gonna keep happening until somebody in the government steps in and changes the rule set for martial arts, changes it completely. And now it's government mandated. You don't want that shit. Nobody yeah. wants that shit. Yeah, it's right? gonna be sucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then they're going to they're gonna have a whole bunch of stuff that's gonna, you know, really affect martial arts studios in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. There's going to there's gonna be fines, and there's going to be fees, and there's going to be all kinds of associating stuff. You don't want that, right? But what you do want is a standard that most people can hold themselves to. So my goal is to create a basic standard that everybody can follow that will give you at least a hint whether or not the studio is worth a damn. And I think that if it starts to regulate itself that way, and I give people that platform to say, hey, not me. I'm good. I, I, this, here's everything you need to know about my studio and I give someone a platform for that, I think it's less likely that the government will mandate it like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, uh, the rating system for movies, you know, that's not a government body. The government doesn't Mm -hmm. do that. Like that was an independent group that got together and said, Hey, we're going to start doing this, you know? So I think that that did help a lot because it stopped the government from stepping in, you know, but Um, I really like to leave my personal opinions and thoughts out of it. The goal is like, after I die, it continues to do its own thing. And there's Mm -hmm. a standard set forth that has nothing to do with opinions. Like I don't give a shit about somebody's review that said, this guy sucks. I don't like him. Like, okay. That's your opinion. But what about the facts? Like what kind of list that is a fact that will help people? Mm -hmm. And that's the goal.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You'll make people. So people can make like better decisions and pretty much like facts, all facts. And then pretty much any of the other reviews, it's just extra, pretty much. Yeah. Like, their opinions yeah, and like, stuff. Yeah, their
1: reviews are cool. Everybody likes reviews, right? But, like, yeah. for instance, have you ever seen, there's this documentary out. It's called The Best Worst Movie Ever Made, or The Worst Movie Ever Made.
0: Oh, it's a documentary?
1: Yeah, it's a documentary yeah. about mm-hmm. the movie called Trolls 2. Okay. <laughs> Trolls 2 is a horrifically bad movie. But it's mm-hmm. one of those movies that's so bad, it's good. And I think it's got like a zero or a one okay. on Rotten Tomatoes, right? But, like, again, like, if I looked at just the reviews and I based my decision off of reviews, people's opinions, I would have probably yeah. never watched this movie because it's so bad, right? Yeah. But after watching it, I, I hated it so much that I loved it. You know, I'm like <laughs> yeah. it's so bad, it's good. So I, I get to have my own opinion. But if I would have relied on other people's opinions, I would have never watched it. So yeah. the goal is to kind of stay away from that, especially when it comes to people's livelihoods and their jobs and their businesses and mm. go over and go, hey, at least these are the facts. Because I think a lot of martial arts studios, their instructors just are bad at business. And yeah. that doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means they're bad at business. So when you walk into the studio and go, hey, how come there's only one person in this class today? You might be deterred and not want to go back. But hopefully yeah. that information, you go, oh, well, the studio has only been open for like a month. You know, mm-hmm. or you go, oh, well, you know, the instructor just got back from an injury. This is why, you know, like that kind of stuff will help you out a lot to determine what studio you want to join.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it helps both parties, helps both the studios, and you now helps also both the people. Like at the same time, you can, if you have that gold standard, you're at that top level. And then, you know, it helps out your business and stuff. And it all it does is cost you that like monthly fee. Or not monthly,
1: yearly, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. one time for the year. That's Mm. it, you know? And it's like, it's one of those things where I like it that way because when the year rolls around, because that's usually like a local federal background check, you should get one once about every year, right? But then when the next year rolls around, you have to do all of that again. You're going to have to list everything again. You're going to have to take those pictures again. You're going to have to give me information up to date. Everything needs to be up to date. So that way it's a continued standard that you have to uphold. That doesn't cost you any more money. It just costs you a little bit of money because you're being listed, right? But you're willing to go forth and put that effort in. And I'm willing to give you a platform, which I think is worth something to people, you know? Mm-hmm. And it makes it so that way I can keep my lights on too, which would be kind of cool. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to make this money just like everybody else.
0: Well, uh, you know, we got to get support somehow, right? So, I mean, aside from this, what else are you working on? Uh, making a
1: documentary right now. So we're doing the sizzle reel. So we're going to be doing a documentary on fake martial arts and the dangers. Um, so that's really, really cool. I'm so excited about this. I'm working with the guys from Mexican martial arts, the Voto Studio guys. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're awesome to work with. They, they have great work ethic. So we're making our sizzle reel right now, which is like the trailer that we pitch. Um, and then we're going to pitch that to a network, our networks, to see who's willing to pick it up. If one Mm -hmm. of them is willing to pick it up, we'll have all the funding we need to go anywhere in the world to be able to film everything we want to film and make make the only real documentary on fake martial arts in existence. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, I've been pitching a TV show idea um, to go in and help martial arts studios. So the goal is to go into martial arts studios who are failing for some reason, go in, find out what's going wrong and flip them and help them make money there's so many good martial artists who just go broke because they don't understand they just don't know yeah. business. so the goal mm-hmm. is to help them or they fell in hard times so i want to help them, you know
0: yeah kind of like bar rescue right It's, it's sort of like yeah, that way, like bar... yeah
1: yeah but, like the goal is to not be addicted these people because they may beat me up but the goal the goal is to help them like understand like look you're failing here because you just don't know you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like you don't know how to pass the guard like okay yeah. you don't know how to pass the guard why would you argue with me about me teaching you how to do it when you don't you don't know shit about it, right? Yeah. Like just try it and see what happens, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because starving starving artists are real, man. And there's like a lot of good like martial arts instructors out there. that Just don't know how to find yeah. people, or they just maybe business. yeah, or <laughs> maybe crazy. the place like they're teaching out of is like straight dodgy. You know what I
1: mean? Like, yeah, no one or wants to go in my there. My favorite ones are like you know martial artists will charge so little. And then wonder why they're going out of business, you know? Like uh, yeah, gonna charge fifty bucks a month. Well, you have to understand that you have a budget that you have to meet, right? How much is how much of that is going to go to your light bill? How much of that is going to go to your um, probably as an, a martial arts instructor, I would suggest you have pretty damn good insurance. Um, so how much hmm. is that going to go to there? How much of that's going to go to your mortgage payment or your rent on your building? You have bills, right? You're worth something, and people have a perceived value. There's a reason people have like Patron has such a status. And the reason Patron has such a status is they charge more. That's it. Right? Yeah. People are willing to buy things off of perceived value. You know, so if you really are such a great martial artist, you should charge for that. You're worth it. You're saving people's lives. You're you're bettering them. You're helping them with their weight and their health right? And you're giving them a goal, a constant goal to reach and achieve. You're a mentor. You're more than just somebody who goes in there and does one job. You do all these jobs. You should charge for it. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that. Make money because that's, if you don't make money, how many people can you affect? You know, if I show up to your house party, right? Let's say I get a budget of 20 bucks. You get a budget of a hundred thousand dollars for a house party and our house parties are right next door. How many Mm. people are going to stay at my house party and how many people are going to leave and go to yours? (laughs) <laughs> you know? yeah so people are like oh my god that guy next door he sucks but he has all these students I wonder why it's because you're you're instead of you actually learning from that asshole you're saying he sucks and that is your that is your way of getting students like no <laughs> learn from that guy find out what he's doing find out how he's getting these students in his door learn some yeah. business systems and grow you know and you can affect and help more people that way it's the truth Nobody's gonna show up to your party on a twenty buck budget, man. They gonna show up to your party if you got that money though. If your yeah. party is like from nineteen sixty two, right? Then they're probably not gonna be wanting to stay with you, you know? <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, uh, business is such a big deal when it comes to like like gym owners and stuff. A lot of people don't understand because I think they're, they're like artists though. It's like they all like what fulfills them is I want to teach, and, and that's what makes me happy. But at the same time, they're kind of overlooking all that other stuff that counts, you know what I mean, that brings people to the door, you know, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, man, you, you'd be helping a ton of people, like, like, a ton of karate schools, a ton of taekwondo schools, or a lot of people that are just, you know, I'm they're trying. really good, man.
1: and I'm persistent, you know? like, uh, right now, I'm, I'm pitching, uh, actually, Zeke, Zeke was the guy who got me uh, in contact with these people, but Um, Mm -hmm. so they do his show. So I I pitched it to them. I went, I'm now on, I guess you could say the fourth step. So the first step is just getting in contact with these people, (laughs) which you usually can never do. Then the -hmm. next step is to have a phone call with them and you pitch your idea. Um, and then after you pitch your idea, they take that idea and they think about it and they get back with you. I'll call you back is usually where most people fail. Um, then Mm -hmm. they call you back if they like your idea and then you do like a sizzle reel for them which is they ask you a whole bunch of questions and they take that and they turn it into a small trailer and they pitch that to networks. So that's where we are right now. So if everything goes well, then you will see this ugly face on a TV screen. Oh,
0: that'd be pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, So what's the timeline on that? I think like this year, next year, a couple of years probably.
1: If if everything goes well then and they pick it up, then it'd be this year. Oh man. Uh, probably what would happen if I had to guess how it works is we would probably uh probably within the next month I'd get an answer. Then after mm-hmm. that, then we'd set times and dates to film and obviously we'd have to put out information, try to get martial arts studios involved and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then once we got probably I don't know, I, if I had to guess, maybe I get ten episodes at the most at the most. Yeah. And then we go I go film and then based off the pilot we see how it goes, you know.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, you're gonna be really busy. How are you gonna juggle everything? Like
1: hey, I got I got this planner. <laughs> I got <my laughs> planner. so and then my goal is to like keep myself in track. Like I, I'm manual, dude. I put everything, I write everything down, and then like after that I put it into my phone.
0: Uh, I see, I see. Cause that's a big project, man, because you've still gotta you gotta run this account, you got your YouTube, you got like all this other stuff going on.
1: So I quit but... my job, dude. I quit my regular oh, yeah. job of teaching. I, yeah, I was teaching martial arts. I've been teaching for my entire adult life. I mean, I started mm-hmm. assisting. I started taking when I was 12. I started assisting at about the time I was 15 years old, um, mm. which about the time I started doing boxing. And then after that, um, I went right to uh, to being a full-time instructor. And from the time mm-hmm. I was 18 years old all the way till… December of 2018, uh, being a full-time martial artist has been my, my sole job. So Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot over the years. And my goal is like, I I just kind of realized like, look, I'm getting older and everybody's getting so much younger and you know, like I'm not nearly as skilled as I used to be. And I have all these goals in the martial arts, but my main goal is to help people and I can only help so many people inside a martial arts studio. You know, I might be able to reach that 200 students, 250 students, um, but I'm not going to be able to help everybody as many as I'd like. So I, you know, one of my goals is 10 black belts before I die. But the other one is I want to leave a mark on this before I go. You know, it gave me so much. I want to give back, and the only way to do that is to help. Gotta help people, and so that's what I'm dedicating the rest of my life to. Is I want to give back. You know, I got I spent 22 years of my life getting from this and getting, getting, and even when I was teaching, I was still getting something from that. And now I just want to spend the next 22 giving back as much as I possibly can. Information, help martial arts studios, all that stuff, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: man. And I think you're doing like the like the right thing, honestly. Doing all this, shedding light on what's legit, and what's not. You know, it's it's and the whole martial arts community like knows you now, pretty much. <laughs> like well, like you, that, dude, you're so active. It's
2: just like a <laughs> good
1: thing and a bad thing, dude. It's it's good because it helps me develop and grow and I get a lot of support from people. You get trolls like anything else. And the more you grow, obviously I can't make everybody happy. Obviously I make a lot of enemies because I call out bullshit. You know, some of these studios have thousands and thousands of students and those Mm -hmm. students are upset at me because I call out like the fact that you can't knock people out with your mind. And then they want to mm. argue with me, like, yes, you can. And then I leave them. an op- There's an open invitation 24 hours a day. No matter what I am doing, I will stop what I'm doing and travel to your martial arts studio if you think you can knock me out with your mind. Here's my stipulation, though. If you cannot knock me out with your mind, I get to try my technique on you. And that's going to be a rear naked choke. And we're going to see which one works and which one doesn't. And I get to film. Sign the waiver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man uh we gotta gotta wrap this we have like one hour on this thing right is that is that right or yeah it's about an hour they'll
1: usually like give you a a symbol of like yo you got like two minutes it'll be like
0: oh okay okay yeah so i noticed you've been using this a lot and i was just like man i think i'm just gonna just use instagram live from now on but i'm gonna rip out the audio and put it on the podcast as well so that'd
2: be
1: cool
0: Yeah. yeah man yeah, and
1: I like Instagram live the only thing I don't like about Instagram live which made me have to switch platforms Is that you can't save it like if you go for like an hour? It doesn't usually have yeah. that little save button, you know Oh, I, really? I just, yeah, I really yeah And so this guy has been following my page for a while. He said remember the catch the sword challenge So there was a video of this ninjutsu master His name is Hatsumi sensei and he runs mm-hmm. the Bujinkan, which is the ninjutsu mm-hmm. stuff, right? And there's a video of him catching a sword with his hands and disarming the guy by grabbing the sword. And I was like, that's bullshit. You can't do that. And then somebody was like, got on there was like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. He was so adamant. I said, how about this? How about I grab a sharp sword? I come to where you are. You sign a waiver. You release the fact saying that I'm allowed to do this. And you say it on camera. And I swing Hmm. a sword at you near you as fast and as hard as I can. And you reach in there and grab a hold of it. And the, and of course, no. I didn't have any takers <laughs> because no matter how much you argue with your delusion, whenever logic steps in, yeah, the only you can't like, <laughs> you can't like come back from that. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like, yes, this does work. Prove it. Oh,
2: uh, <laughs> it, uh, it
1: does work. Like, come on, prove it. Let's get to it. Right? Let's let's back test yeah. it a little bit. Let's see what happens. <laughs>
0: Yeah, once it's down, once we get, like, down to business and all of a sudden, like, oh, wait, uh, never mind. You know, like, uh, and then they back out. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and I'm honest with yeah. people. Like, I tell people, mm-hmm. like, look, like, that's that's another reason I don't go dojo storming is because, one, I don't think it actually helps anybody. Two, I could be, be put in jail for assault. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, you can get, there's all kinds of charges that come with going into someone's studio and trying to beat them up, right? Not a mm-hmm. good idea. Now, you can do open challenges and stuff, but that's not my style. I don't think that's how you help people. I think what you do is you spread information to fight the disinformation, and then Mm -hmm. that helps win the war. You may win the little battle with that one studio, but how are you helping the whole as a community? Just punching the dude in the face ain't gonna do shit. You know, like, think about the anti-smoking campaigns, man. Like, Mm -hmm. what did the anti-smoking campaigns do? Did they punch the president of Marlboro in the face? No, that wouldn't have helped anything. They spread truth and honesty, and it allowed people to go, oh, well, maybe these are bad for me. You know, and that helped, you know, a lot less
0: people smoke now because of that. Mm-hmm. And now a lot less people will probably like, you know, go to those fake martial arts or try to catch <laughs> a sword yeah. with their hands. Yeah, don't try to catch
1: swords with your hands, people. That's just not smart.
0: <laughs> Definitely not smart. Oh, boy. All right. Rob, thank you so much for this, man. Like, you're, you're always down to hang out. Like, man, that's a, that's a thing with you, man. You're always down to like, even like with... with with everyone like on your page and you don't really care who they are, like yeah, like you really you really stick to your word, man. You respect everyone.
1: Yeah. yeah, man, it's all yeah, good. Like I, yeah. not everybody agrees with me either. And I think that's mm-hmm. the beauty of what we're doing is it's dialogue. It's open dialogue. Mm-hmm. This is like a forum. Yeah. Right. Um, somebody said, answer my question, please. I don't remember what the question was, but I will answer it. Who was this guy? Oreo uh, Silo.
0: Oreo Silo. What's your question, bro? Uh
1: I don't see it. Uh what are the Am I- your belts in the back, oh, and my belts. So back here in the case, uh, white through black, uh, the black belt isn't my actual black belt. I just put that in the case because, but those are my karate belts from when I was a kid. Um, it took me roughly about eight years to get my black belt in karate. It took me a very long time. Uh, the mm-hmm. belts that are on top of that are my jiu-jitsu belts. And I don't have them hanging up anywhere yet because I want to get my black belt before I put it in a shadow box. Um, mm-hmm. And then the trophies there are from various things kickboxing karate um jiu stuff like that and then my actual black belt hanging back there shit let me get that i'm proud of that fucking thing
0: yeah 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 let's see that
1: Ugh. oh yeah i have a dirty ass room right now so i'm like trying to get it so that way i have mats back here so i can film but here's my uh my karate black belt this is like my uh my guy oh yeah man right back there in the day. I'm so proud of all this spray on here, man. It took me a lot of hard work. There's uh, hours and hours and days and all that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said, not day one. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> he they not pull their dick. He welcomes them to hop on the live. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, so as I, long as they don't pull their you dick know, out.
1: People <laughs> yeah, get naked on my live for some reason, dude. It's weird. Are you serious? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like random. It's usually like random oh, no dudes. I'm like, I have to literally say now when I have somebody hopping on live, that's like my phrase I say is, hey, you're more than welcome to hop in on live, just don't be naked. <laughs> it's like,
2: how,
1: like,
0: wow, how many times has that happened already?
1: <laughs> oh, how many? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it happened. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I've had it happen four or five times now.
0: Goodness gracious. <laughs> you just like rapidly, just like take them off. Like, well, yeah,
1: exactly. Well, the, the thing that sucks is I like to leave my lives up because a lot of people watch them afterwards. And, yeah. And so, like, I have to delete it, but I can't save that live video if someone hops on mm. me. So, I have to, like, delete the whole thing after I'm done. Yeah. It. So, it's like, um. dude, I just jacked up my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, what's wrong with you people?
0: That's and like next level worry. trolling, man. <laughs>
1: How, you know how many people follow my page? Most of them are martial artists in some way, right? Are yeah. interested in that? Some of these guys are like high-level black belts, butt naked. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Don't you know I'm going to put you on blast? Like, I'm going to screenshot what you did, not the naked yeah. part, but like your name. I'm going to mm-hmm. tag you in it, and then I'm going to tell everybody what you did. Like, you're dumb. You are an idiot if you do that on my live. Yeah. Like, I don't like why You probably should not do that, dude you know?
0: It's like career suicide, pretty much. It's career suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah like You Yeah, right right to admit, now. that's next... That's next-level trolling, though, me. man.
1: Well, like, I don't... First of all, uh, sometimes Instagram Live, if you go long enough, won't allow you yeah. to save it to your phone. It's like an option sometimes there's that.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I finally catch you live. If I'm here. I exist. Oh. Or this guy. Maybe you're catching him live. I don't know. We exist. Yeah. We're here. Yeah.
0: Well, in, speaking of Instagram Live, it's saying I got like 20 seconds left for on this thing. So right. with that said, yo, Rob, thank you so much, man. Uh, appreciate everything and best of luck with all the stuff you do. You're legit. You always keep it
2: 100. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. All
2: right.